What, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Talk It Out Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. Joy. And KT. And we are back with another episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our last episode with Marissa Kaiser entitled Throw the Whole Genre Away. Um, make sure you tell your friends about us. Hit us up on social media, Facebook.com slash Talk It Out Podcast, Instagram at Talk It Out Podcast, and Twitter at Talk It Out underscore pod. Use the hashtag Talk It Out Pod for a retweet and all that good stuff. The pad and tampon drive is closed. And we will be um pretty much buying the supplies and stuff this week and distributing them to the um Nonprofit organization so they can distribute it to the homeless people in Memphis. So thank you guys. Thank you everybody who has donated a, a, a penny, who has shared um, the, the fundraiser and all that stuff. We appreciate you guys so much. And the people of Memphis are definitely going to appreciate that as well. All right. I think that's enough of housekeeping. We have a special guest with us from the Black Detour dot com mr j colby everybody give it up for j all right we first got or i was first introduced to the black detour um because um we were featured in an article by them which was like um the top black podcast to check out or something like that we were on there cmu radio was on there um, a lot of our friends were on there and we were like, what? And so of course they made us check out the website or made me do it. And I, I love the website and everything that they're doing. And, um, I'm glad to have, glad to have you on Jay. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate, I appreciate from being here. Yeah. So, um, we're just going to give you a little time just to, um, uh, introduce yourself a little bit. Tell everybody, uh, where they can find your your website and and all the endeavors that you're doing all right well i'm jay kobe as i already said and you can find out the black detour anything you want to know about that at the black detour.com that's t-h-e-b-l-a-c-k-d-e-t-o-u-r.com and you can find that and you can follow us on any social media under the black detour and we just talk about different things from you know politics social issues just different things going on that's facing the black community today and we just dive into it and we just get into it like that BlackGTour.com. Hit them up. Check them out. Oh my gosh, you guys. Do you hear this accent? Joy is over <gasps> here, like having a moment. Joy is <laughs> <laughs> having a moment. Give her time. Okay. So, Jay, can you tell us a little bit about what made you want to start the Black Detour? Well, one thing made me want to start the Black Detour is one, I'm a journalist. So, I feel like I was working for different publications and different, you know, writing for different, uh, you know, websites. And I wasn't feeling like my voice was being heard. Mm-hmm. And I was I wasn't feeling like, you know, I was be able to write for, you know, what's going on in the community facing black people. So it just made me want to do something like that. And also just what's going on in our community today. We need somebody to speak for us and, and not just, you know, it's black media, but it's not really owned by black people. You know, so we wanted something right. that's owned by black people. It's not just us black on the face, but it's really owned by black people. And it's only black people who running it and operating. Awesome. A black owned 100 percent business. I love it. I love it. Um, yes. Can you talk a little bit about the startup? Like what what steps did you take um, to start the Black Detour? Were there any obstacles in your way? Were there any doubters? Like talk a little bit about that. What about please? the haters? The haters. 
Yeah, it was a lot of those. But so how we started, basically, we started on social media last year, about April of last year. And we started on social media just trying to build up our audience. Mm-hmm. And once we built up a big enough audience, we went ahead and, and launched the website January of this year. So we fairly new in that way. And so we was very strategic in what we did and how we put our content just to build the audience and how we wanted. But to go back to what you were saying about the haters, it was a lot of those. Because when I first came up with the idea, a lot of people told me I was racist. And this is other black people telling me this as well. That I was racist and I was doing something that was only for black people and it wasn't for inclusive of all races or all minorities. Mm-hmm. And so that was a challenge at first. And just having different people tell me that this was a, you know, an idea that really couldn't get off the ground and it wouldn't really amount to anything. So just pushing through that was, you know, the one big obstacle. Wow. That's, that's a shame, though, that you had to deal with that. But, you know, there's, there's people, there's black people out there that I guess they kind of get it twisted. They feel that having a black only space is equivalent to having a white only space. Do you think that's equivalent, Jay, or whoever else on the show? Do you think it's the same thing? Oh no, I definitely don't think it's the same thing because white owned is di- white owned is, is is different from being black owned. There's nothing wrong with having a space just for yourself. If if it's something that's just for white people, just for them, it's something just for us. So it's nothing. I don't feel like it's nothing wrong with having something just for you, especially when it's in a space where we so uh, we're not even included at all anyway. To be honest. In, in the website, Spiro, in uh, journalism in that way. So why not create something just for us? Right. What do you think, Joy? I kind of um, I kind of agree. As Black people, we kind of need a separate um, standing in media and not just a section of a show that is sorted out by a white person. We need our, from start to beginning, what we feel, how we feel, why we feel. Yeah, that's what I think. So, what what do you say has attributed to y'all's success? Because I see y'all on uh social media and uh you're doing big things. People are talking about you all over. What what are some of the things that has contributed contributed to uh, your success in uh the social media realm? I would say just being unique and having a unique voice, and then also not being afraid to tackle different topics that make black people feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes you gotta make black people feel uncomfortable. You can't just answer. You can't just ask questions or talk about topics that they feel comfortable with. You gotta dive into things that they really don't want to talk about. Right. Everybody, go over there, check them out. Let them know that we sent you. Uh, we definitely love and support all the good stuff that you're doing, Jay. Um, so we're we're going to talk a little about some stuff that might make some folks uncomfortable because that's what we do. It's talk okay. about podcasts. Okay. Let's um, do it. Oh Lord. Let's go into the first thing. Okay, it's June. June is a wonderful month. June is my birthday month. And June is Pride Month. So, you know, we got to bring some Pride stuff into Talk It Out podcast. KT wants to be over this because I feel like she feel like she couldn't talk in the last episode or whatever. So, (laughs) okay, here, wait, uh, KT has something to say. Okay, so uh, I, while you're mentioning that it is June, I just want to let everyone know that I currently am running like a little hashtag, me, uh, and <laughs> it's hashtag 30 days of queerity, uh, where every single day I basically uh, post one fact about Pride Month that you may or may not know. Uh, I'm going to highlight like specifically like trans women of color uh black people specifically and things like that so check that out again it's hashtag 
30 days of queerty. 30 days of queerty. All right, now go and start it off. No, you start off. <laughs> okay, so the reason why we, we, we're kind of like going into this um, like this because there has been this question that's been going around Twitter and we just wanted to, you know, ask some straights. Um, and so the question is, <laughs> should there be straight pride? Straight pride. Should there be straight pride? There's LGBT pride. How come there's not straight pride? Hmm. Well, there's black pride. How come there's not white pride? There is. Oh, I was waiting on somebody to say that. <laughs> there is white pride. We call it white supremacy, all that stuff. We got that's a white pride. They want to be inclusive themselves. So yeah, I mean, we got white pride. So, but I don't think answer your question. I don't think we should have straight pride. I mean. The reason why we have gay pride, in my eyes, I'm not gay, so I can't really speak on it too much. But for what I see, I think they have gay pride to speak on different issues and different concerns that they have that they feel like they've been silenced for so long, not being able to, you know, come out the closet and do different things and be accepted in society. So they feel like they need a month or time for them to do their thing. So go ahead. Exactly. And for people who feel like there should be a straight pride, which I know, well, I don't know. But most minorities who are straight feel might feel that way. At least the ones that I've come in contact with, mm-hmm. they say I just asked them the question. Well, should there be a white history month? And they get so defensive about that. But it's basically the same thing. Black History Month was started to bring attention to the problems of African Americans. That's why Pride Month is happening. Right. So. It just doesn't seem even to me, but they don't like it when I say that. So, yeah, y'all okay, okay, y'all answers were pretty on point, I guess. Katie has something she needs to say. I guess they was hoping that we was gonna say something that they didn't feel right about. She's trying to be controversial about something, but we we getting into the controversial stuff. This is just the this is just surface level stuff. You know, we got to start it off. Okay, they trying to bust our bubbles. No, no, no. We're just trying to talk it out. Um, yes, absolutely. Like like every day is white pride. Every day is straight pride. That you I can't cut on the TV. Right, I can't come on TV without seeing a, a dude and a lady kissing and making out or something like that. So y'all don't, y'all don't need a day. Like going to the park, that's straight pride parade. Like <laughs> going to the mall, that's straight pride parade. Like no, you don't, you don't need a day. Can you be woke, pro-black, and homophobic? Define homophobic. You say I define homophobic as simple as saying. Uh, if I had a gay son, I'd, um, you know, I'd do something terrible or I'd rather have a a thug criminal son than a gay son or, uh, the homosexual, homosexual agenda, gay agenda, stuff like that. Them folks, can you, do you think people can still be considered woke and pro-black if they got a little tinge of homophobia in them and they're, they're proud about it? Just a little bit. Let's sprinkle. Yeah. I wanna I wanna answer that question, but first I gotta ask you what what do you define as pro black? Cause that could be different for different people. So I when wanna I, know what do you what's you defining as pro black? When I say pro black, I mean you you for the black folks. Like you you're fighting and championing for black people. Well people can do that in different ways. Answer I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh 
I'm gonna say you can, you can, you can be homophobic, but I will say that you it's just it's just like going back to saying you dating outside of your race and you still fighting for stuff. So like you doing something that we might all not agree with, but we could still be fighting for black rights and we should because we all not gonna agree on a lot of different things. So just mm -hmm. because we don't agree don't mean we can't work together and get the job done we all need to do because we all under the same system. So yeah, I would agree that. Black black people, if you saying that you homophobic but you fight for black people, it's kind of you know a double edged sword in a sense because it's like how you fight for black people, but it's black people who is gay or it's black people who you know who practice that lifestyle. So how you gonna say you for black people if you not for that? But it kind of a double edged sword in my eyes. Okay, Joy. I first of all, I want to know what y'all got to say about that. I'm asking y'all first. Oh, what he said. I said. want to know about what you have to say about his comments. Oh, could you want to want to debate? Okay. So <laughs> I think that absolutely not. I think absolutely not because in in the description, um, it says pro black. It doesn't say pro straight black. It says pro black. So if you are saying I'm fighting for all black people, this, that, and the other. But you see, you if you saw a black gay person, um, walking down the street holding hands with a boyfriend or something like that, you'd be harassing them or saying some derogatory to them. You're not pro black. You're pro straight black person. You pro straight male, whatever. So I, I'm gonna yeah. call that pro black. Um, but I was hold on, for you to say that because Jay, let me tell you, every time I suggest unity. And um, <laughs> they always say that I'm having a kumbaya moment and that that's never going to happen. So I'm going to so say I, this. Okay, I'm going to say this. Say that. We, we all got differences with each other, but I feel like we under such a, we in such under, we under such scrutiny right now that it doesn't make sense to me saying that I'm not gonna work with somebody because they say they don't like gay people. Or you don't, or you is gay or whatever. It don't really matter in my eyes. It's like we can all work together and put put that stuff to the side. How you feel? Just I mean, not saying to be disrespectful, like you were saying derogatory terms, but we can still work together and and work for the you know for the black culture. I feel that a person I know many people who think that they're woke mm. and and can't and can't accept another minority group. For me. Minorities are minorities. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if you're fighting for the black cause, you need to be fighting for the gay cause and Latino cause, the uh. all causes, because we are minorities. At the end of the day, the white person sees us all the same. Now hope well, I get hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I will admit, I will admit that a white person who's gay will have a better chance of a job opportunity than a black person who's straight. I can't or admit gay. those things. Yep. Or gay. But in my opinion, minority people should help minority people. And when we sit and we judge other people because, oh, I'm for the black cause, you know, I'm, uh, we need the, um, oh, here's one perfect example. There was a man who got shot by the police. He was in a wheelchair. Everyone that uh, shared the video was outraged. They could not believe that this is happening. Mm -hmm. But had he been an outwardly gay man, they would have said, oh, well, you know, I don't like that he was, you know, mm -hmm. they would have had something to say about that. But in my eyes, he is a defenseless person who was shot. Bottom line, we are so focused on the details of a subject when most, 
when sometimes the details are not that important. It's the general concept of, hey, you are human and we should fight for you. Preach it. All right. No, I, I I see what you're saying, Joy, and I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. I'm first go to Jay said. No, no, I agree with a lot of what you said. I I do. Now, Jay, <laughs> to you first. You were you said that you um you don't mind you know working with people that might have um opposing views for the greater yeah. for the greater good. So somebody that's yeah. homophobic is like. Oh, you trash, but we can still work together. Okay. And yeah. what? What you say? Nah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, and I I was just going to say that I think that's that's a privilege that you have because you're not gay. Like that's like somebody saying, Let's work with these um white supremacists because they're working to abolish the um or they're working to fight classism, or they're working to build another middle class. So pretty much, let's join Trump's train because but we're nah, trying to, to we're trying to build up a middle class. And so you kind of have to you have to downplay all oh, they really don't like black people, but we're all still trying to to make a living. So we all should just come together. No, nah, I ain't saying that. Like that's I feel like that's different because I feel like black people we in a unique situation where we can't we can't turn our back on each other. We in a unique position where we can't and me turning my back on somebody for not having a different view is like that could that could really challenge and, and what we really gonna do. Now we could work together and and while we working together, of course we could challenge each other's views and be like, you shouldn't think this way or you shouldn't do this, but at the same time, we in a unique position where if I turn my back on my brother or my sister, I'm gonna put I'm putting my race in, in a negative position. Not just not not just myself, but us as a collective. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you're you you would call that like saying I'm not gonna work with no uh, trash homophobic folks turning your back. I, I think it's more so they turned their back on the the LGBTQAI people than somebody turned their back. Like, I, cause I'm not gonna do it. Like y'all y'all can do it. I'm not finna work with nobody. That is that thinks there's some secret homo- homosexual agenda to destroy the black community. Like we're not going to agree on m- many things. There's not yeah. many things we're going to agree on, and we we I can't do it. I I need to work with folks that is for empowering all black people because they, they're the ones creating the division. Because if everybody just we could just get along and stuff, it wouldn't be a problem. They're the this ones. This is entirely no. different, Gabby. Hold okay, on, go I ahead. just want to point out. That while I agree with what you're saying, because it to an extent. Okay. That <laughs> you remember, hold on, hold on, hold okay. on. Do Tom you up. remember when there was a, a black guy who was shot? Yes. And um he and it was found out that he had said some derogatory comments about women? Yes, I do. And how you said that um how if we should bring that up? Why ain't nobody talking about what he said about the women? It's all about him getting shot. I didn't say why. But why was nobody talking about it? I said why can't. I said why can't we talk about that? Wait, wait, wait. I'm just and I, I want to say something, Gary. You will never live that comment. Like what that whole episode. <laughs> that whole episode, you will never live it down. Ever in my life. Okay, go ahead, no, Joy. Go no. ahead. Go ahead. But no. So what you said was that the gist of it, basically. Yeah. The basically gist of it was that why can't we talk about his derogatory comments towards black women and still mourn him as a black man being shot? Yes. Because one outweighs the other. You can't say that you 
help all kind of people because if you're helping someone, it is blatant help. No matter what they did, when you're a public defender, you don't care what your client did. It is it's basically your job to defend them. If we're going to help black people, no matter who they are, Jay, Gabby, no matter who they are or what they stand for, you should be able to say, hey, I'm, I'm rocking with you because you're a black because I believe in you. But that, I I'm think saying. that that puts you in a perfect storm for just for just spreading yourself too thin and then fighting for people that don't give a crap about you. Because if that's the case, women and LGBTQAI people, we got to fight for everybody. We got to fight for folks that think we, they compare us to dogs and they compare us to cockroaches and that's calling us slurs and thinking we deserve to die because of who we are. Just for the just for the cause that just for the sake that they're black, just because they're black, I have to defend them to the end, even if they hate me and my entire existence. Why? I'm just saying, if you're gonna go, if I'm just saying, because Jay, did she not just say what? Yes. Um, they're black. You can't work with them if their views different from you, right? Not that, that, that's a, I'm not talking okay. about like I like Coke and I like Pepsi. I'm talking about like big stuff that's like affecting that's people's fine, lives. We have okay, Jay. Okay, go ahead. Talk to Jay. Would you Make agree? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Would you agree that sometimes the bigger picture matters not more, but first? Yeah, definitely. Sometimes it do. You gotta sometimes you gotta sacrifice. Do what you got to do, especially when you're talking about helping black people. Because you're talking about helping black people, you're gonna have to sacrifice a lot if you really want to dive into it and really put your all into it. Okay, so we're I need all of y'all to be over here fighting for um Amarosa. You know, she was fired from I will fight for her. I don't see well, I know, I'm saying now. I need you to do it now. I need you to fight for <laughs> Kanye West. He has mental health problems. I need y'all to make sure he's getting himself together. I need y'all to fight for Ben Carson to make sure he's not getting uh, pressured by the media and, and scrutinized unnecessarily. Like all but the I'm coons, a, I need y'all on, to let me be say this. with them. But let me, say this. Let, let me say this, though. Me, personally, I'm only fighting for black people who, who come from the same situation I do, and basically a lot of us do, who like poor, you know, come from uh, the hood, basically come from these urban situations. I ain't really fighting wow. for black folks who like got millions and millions of dollars who who might be coons or might be whatever they got to do, I'm fighting for the people who really don't got a voice and really don't have an option to fight, you know, or don't even know to fight what to do. Well, so That's you it. got stipulations, Jay? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm only fighting for them. For See, okay, everybody, that, here's the main point. Everybody got stipulations. <laughs> everybody I'm, talking about <laughs> I'm not saying, oh, hold on, hold on, but I'm not saying I'm against those people who I'm not against them, but I'm saying what I'm working towards and what I'm doing, that's who I'm, you know, that's who I'm focusing on. Because you got to focus on a group. If you're going to focus on all black people, you, there's too many people to focus on. You know, you I mean, it is, but when you say you're fighting for something, public, especially when you put it out in the public, it is very generalized. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you're saying, I fight for for black people, that's wonderful and that's great. That means you fight for black people. But if you say I fight for black people who come from a similar background as me, who are poor and do not have a voice for themselves, well, dang, that's a long title. <laughs> I enjoy it. It's just the truth. It's the truth, though. 
Because because but I mean, for me for me saying for me saying oh, I'm not, this is me part this is not the black this this is me personally this is yeah. not the black this is okay. me personally. But but I'm saying I'm saying that I feel like you cannot say you fighting for black people. If you say you fighting for all black people, who you fighting for? You ain't gonna do nothing. You just throwing you just throwing at the dark. You don't know what you throwing at. You say I'm fighting for black folks. You gotta say what group inside of the group because you just saying I'm fighting for all black folks. What you gonna do? What you gonna start with? I think I think you could. There, there's ways you could say I'm helping all black people. You're, there, if there are certain things that affect all black people equally, like saying, okay, I'm gonna work against uh, police brutality and something like that. For the most part, I mean, some if some people, if they're really, really recognizable and rich, they might not get treated as bad by the police. But for the most part. Black people, we're getting treated bad, like, no matter what neighborhood you come from, no matter, nothing like that. In that realm, you can say, I'm working to fight for all black people. So, yeah. I think more like when he's talking about, you know, being specifically to the poor, I'm not going to, I don't know exactly what you're talking about, like, what programs or anything. But I'm thinking you're talking more, like, economically, help educationally and stuff like that. Those yeah. are little things that you're trying to, to yeah. focus on. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't trying to argue with you, Jay. I'm sorry. No problem. We talked it out. It's over with. So how did in the world did we get okay, here? So we're, we're talking. We're trying to talk about gay issues, and then the straight people take over. And no, 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 no. But I can't even remember what I was trying to go to. Like I literally can't remember. Oh, I was saying, I was saying, like I, I was not going to work with people who who thought of me like less than less than because of who I am. Like I, I don't, I couldn't do that. And Joy, you were saying. That I wasn't for all black people because I wasn't willing to work for or fight for people who weren't necessarily for me, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't agree. Well, I wasn't saying that. I was just saying to an extent, if you say you're for something, you have to be for it or you have to have a disclaimer. I'm for this, but only if it falls into line with it. Right. That's what I was saying. My my thing was that I'm for black people who aren't about destroying the black community. So while they could say, oh, the homosexual agenda is destroying the black community, I'll say, okay, give me facts. But I can say your homophobia is destroying the black community by kicking out your, your children and making them homeless as teenagers by killing some of your children because of their uh, sexual orientation by beating and killing women because of your misogyny or whatever that's destroying the black community so if you're doing any of those things you're not going to be any part in what i'm doing because i'm about building and lifting it up so that would just be my reasoning behind it you know what i'm saying but there you go that's great reasoning all right next question I don't remember because KT did not write it down. So I'm going off of the dome. All right. Let's see. What can we talk about? The dome. Go ahead. (laughs) And like, so I think it's really interesting because like from the the white, white side of it, like white people are never like, well, here's all of us white people. And now we all got to fight for each other because kumbaya, we all love each other, all whites. Like that's not a thing with us. If we see a trash white person, we're going to call that trash person, that trash white person out. I mean, I mean, 
not all of them, obviously, but I'm just saying, like, to me, it's interesting conversation, like, what you guys are actually, saying. Actually, I disagree with what you got to say, because actually white people, they do come together. They come together oh, when they're being, yeah, they're, they come together when it when it's in their favor. They come together when it's a police officer clearly uh, harassing a, a, a black person. They'll say, oh, well, look at the tapes, and oh, maybe there was some, though, they, y'all definitely come together. Yeah. Now they say don't look at the tape, girl. <laughs> yeah, they 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 come together. But that had me thinking about something else. Okay, so Jay, this isn't anything LGBTQAI related, but we recently had an episode with the podcast Talking Greasy, and the the conversation of Donald Glover came up. And we talked about his trashness. Anyways, we started talking about Atlanta. And since you're in media and journalism, I'll ask you this. Do you think that black creators in any realm have a responsibility to not necessarily make everything conscious and with a message, but to be aware of the images that they're putting out there? Because I brought up the example of the episode Donald Glover did when it was like somebody was in an interracial relationship. And the black woman was like being really stereotypical, jealous, being loud, like harassing the white woman and stuff like that for no good reason. Like putting out that stereotype of the angry black woman and black women are just jealous because it's that and the other. And I was told that it's not Donald Glover's job to put out positive images of black people he can do whatever he wants do you think that black artists do have a responsibility to at least be aware of the messages they're putting out there or do you think it's just free range jay no i feel like i feel like for a certain extent you should you should look to what's going like to what that message would relate to your audience so yes i do think it's important for a black creator to do that but i also would say that Black people not a monolith, so it's kind of hard to say what you cannot put out for black people because black people is all you you will meet all different type of black people, so you will meet that stereotypical mm-hmm. black woman that you that you spoke of, but you also will meet that other black woman like uh I can't think Issa Rae, you know her show yeah. that she has, and that's a different that's a whole different set of black women that some black women can maybe relate to, but it relates to a certain sector. So I feel like the creator does have a, a you know a responsibility in that way. Okay. Y'all, who's Donna Glover? <laughs> www.google.com. Donna Glover is a rapper. I mean, he's a creator. He's a director, actor. He got a show called I mean, Atlanta. I'm looking at his picture, but I don't recognize him. I had to Google it. He has a TV show, anyway. But do you think, like, don't forget about Donna Glover. Do you think create, art, black creators have a responsibility um, to put out certain messages or to at least be aware of the messages they're putting out? Um, in mass media. Yes. Okay. Why? Yes. They do because I feel like for every stereotypical image that a black person puts out, there needs to be another positive one. So if you do one movie about a crackhead, you need to do another another one about a CEO. If you do one movie about um, teen pregnancy, then you need to do another one about um, a lawyer who uh, overcame everything. You know what I mean? Whatever it is that you put out, People are receiving that. And especially with reality TV and most of the reality TV being black women acting a fool. Mm-hmm. There is it's it's a responsibility 
to to say, hey, I'm not going to put this image out because I don't want to be perceived that way. Okay. And my reasoning was you can put things out there, but you have to put context. Like, especially with Atlanta, like we think, oh, Atlanta, that's a black show. It's about black folks. White, you know, so many white people are watching this show. I, I guarantee you more white people are watching this show than black people. And so when you are putting certain images out there that reinforce stereotypes with no type of nuance, no type of context, I think that is, I think that is, um, what's the word? Irresponsible. Like nobody's going to put a gun to your head. And I'm not saying you cannot make art if you're going to delve into stereotypes sometimes. But personally for me, I want art that, that it has some type of nuance and, and stuff like that when you're delving into those hot button issues that uh, are big in the black community. Like, you know, you can't, just, you can't just have no lady over there, black woman, see a white lady, and then just go off. Because the, the white folks are going to be like, okay, this is how it is. Not that, we're, not that we care about what white people think, but still, it's like, come on now. You, you, got, to, you got to be conscious of what you're doing, I think. Now, I agree with what you're saying. You should be conscious of what you're saying and be mindful of what you're doing when it comes to creating content. Yeah. So, uh, I guess I can relate this to KT. You haven't talked. Okay, let's see. What, what can call I... Me out, call me out. Call me out. What can I ask this to? Do you think that queer people have a responsibility to not just be you know, sometimes the stereotypical view of queer. So, like, if it's a, a a gay man, like, just flamboyant all the time and just saying all the yes and this, that, and the other, or, like, a lesbian just being bland and talking about cats, do you think that they should have, you have a responsibility to educate the masses? Do you feel like they have a responsibility to um, make conscious art because they're queer? Do you think, what do you think? Okay, so first of all, I want to say, and I've said this like a million times, I don't feel like it's anyone's responsibility to educate uh, straight people or uh, I don't I don't think that it is like I don't think that that's a, a thing. I don't think I don't feel like it's my responsibility to go out here and educate straight people about how I am and who I am and what I do. Like you can go to www.google.com and find that that out. Um, but I do think that if you are consistently playing into, you know, negative stereotypes, uh, let, let's say that you have a, a queer writer and the writer is consistently putting out negative stereotypes in regards to queer people, then I do feel like, you know, it is your responsibility at that point to be, to call that queer person out. Like, hey, you shouldn't be putting that content out because straight people are seeing this. Now straight people feel as if this is who we are and this is, like, how every gay person is. So I guess, like, I'm on the fence there. Okay, so I guess that can bring me to another question. This will be my last one. Um, I... Oh, hold on. Huh? What? One second. I know that, well, do you think, KT, I didn't hear your... Uh, statement about whether or not black people have a uh, responsibility to put out positive images. What did you say about that? She can't talk about this. Okay, but just like black people have a responsibility to put out positive images, I feel that 
gay people do too. Okay. Because of the simple reason, if you only see one type of anything, one type of stereotype, um, then that's what you're fit to believe, especially in the media. But I get it also that like a people need their job. Actors are actors are workers too. And if you if you get a job, you probably gotta take it. Mm-hmm. But I think that we all have a responsibility, not just actors, but writers, producers as well, to put more positive images of minorities out there. Okay. So Joy, can I call you out really quickly? Please. I just want to call you out real quick. That is uh, exactly what I said, and you just straight explained. So thank you. Appreciate that. All right. How did I straight explain you? Because <laughs> you repeated what I said, basically. <laughs> and but because no, you're straight, saying, it's valid. It, no, I didn't. <laughs> you said what I said. Literally, you said exactly but what I said. I just said. told you I didn't hear you. Oh, okay. Well. I didn't just say that. Okay, last question. Okay, oh, we talk about the, the white gaze and the white gaze, not the white gaze, the white G-A-Z-E. The white gaze and you know how a lot of times we are super, super conscious of, oh, what were the white folks thinking? What were the white, you know, and, and that took a lot of unlearning for a lot of us and a lot of us still. So my question is this, how do we... Like, where does that line in? Do you think we should be thinking about what will the white folks think? Do you think it's important to think that way? Or is it just like live your life? So what, what do y'all think? I don't think we should worry about white people got to say. I don't. Oh, no, nah, I don't think you should worry about white people got to think. Because if you, if you live your life, a white, what white people think about you, you'd be living a, a very sad and lonely life. No, oh, yeah. So I would think I would say no. What about you, Joy? Um, I think that if we want people, I feel like you got, I don't know, Jay, did you, I don't know. I just feel like we're concerned about the image that people, that black people are putting out on, in the media and in TV. Why are we concerned? Why are we concerned that? People will only see one stereotype if people are not worried about what white people think. And I, I think that you don't have to be worried like, oh, my God, do I walk this way? Do, should I should I wear my hair this way? Yeah. You know, I don't think it's to that extent, but I think we should be worried about it to like the point of media. Like, should black positive images be put out there? Yeah, they should. And it's not worried. And it, I wouldn't call it worrying about black white people I I would call it worrying about what you want to be what you want your voice to be because if all I'm fit as if all I'm seen as the angry black woman well that's not me I don't want to be seen that way by, by not only just white people but by black men in general mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying so it's not just white people I wouldn't say I think we should be concerned about how people view us, like my mom says, please don't tell I said this, the image is, <laughs> image is how you are perceived as everything. And I don't want someone to perceive me as something that I'm not simply because they saw it on TV. 
You, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? So I wouldn't yeah. say I walk my life worried about what people think because I really don't. If I don't care, I don't care. But I, I choose, I get to choose what I don't care about. If I want to wear my hair in an afro, I don't care that some white girl wants to uh, wants me to wear it straight or I'm not going to get a job because I don't wear it straight. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if I want to say, hey, I don't want this person is calling me out publicly and the way I respond will tell people who I am. That's something I can worry about. OK. Yeah, I I think it is just a thin line because I'm like, yeah, don't I don't play into respectability politics, which I don't in real life. And I I don't care about the white gays and I do what I want to do. But then like back to like the Donald Glover thing and like some sometimes you just see images of black people in the media and music and stuff like that. And you know that is where a lot of white people are getting their images of black people from and where they're learning about black people. It's like, dang, can we have just some type of diversity or something? It's like, I don't care what white people think, but then I know I'm going to have to end up interacting with these same white people who think that this is how black people are. So I don't know. I think it's, I don't even know where I stand. It's a, it's a difficult little line to, to, to tote on. So. When it comes to media, since I work in media, I got a little inside scoop. And I think when it comes to news, because that's specifically where I've, I've worked in, mm-hmm. I would say that when it comes to stereotypes and, and when it comes to stuff like that, positive news is good. And I think we do need more of that. But it's kind of hard to put that on news all the time because that doesn't get ratings, right? That's what it's about. Yep. That's what they're about. They're about ratings and what it is. So that the, it's kind of hard for me to say that I got to work white people say because the people who over media, especially mainstream media, they don't care about black people and positive. And they might throw one little quick, you know, byline out there of a positive, but it, it won't get as many clicks as something negative. Exactly. Something about it's like two black men that killed each other or two, whatever mm-hmm. doesn't happen, robbed a store or whatever. That will get more clicks and more views than anything positive will get. So I think it's kind of hard for us to, to, to kind of focus on the po- push more positive, because even if you push more positive, it still won't get as much as negative. Because as they say in the news, if it bleeds, it leads. You know, so yep. that's just what it is. And that's that sure what they say. You see that on social media. Let somebody get to fighting. They don't have millions of views, folks sharing, sharing it, you know, yeah. commenting. Ooh, what a world. But I think some people kind of, like, they, they complain about it. But I think some people actually, like, enjoy it, like, watching violence. Yeah, and, and definitely. The, yeah. Because we live in a I very can, violent world. I can say that... While I am not a fan of reality TV for how it portrays black women, my guilty pleasure is basketball wise. Same. Yeah. I'm the uh, example. All the time. That's how, yeah. that's how Talk It Out gets so many likes and shares is because I start drama all the time on Twitter. Girl, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to wrap it up, y'all. This has been a very good conversation. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much, Jay, for coming on the show and uh, giving us your insight. Um, I appreciate y'all for letting him let me on the show. Most definitely, you won't have to come again. Um, can you please again tell everybody where they can find out more about uh, the Black Detour? Yeah, you could definitely follow the Black Detour on all social media at the Black Detour T H E B L I C K D E T O U R, and you can you can go to the website at theblackdetour dot com. The Black Detour, and don't forget and to hit us up. Please keep saying, huh? Nice. Please keep saying nice things about us. Don't be mad at me, Jay. 
<laughs> now they're gonna write a uh, uh, article. Why talk it out is trash. <laughs> and Joy is so and so, so and so. Yeah. <laughs> All our pictures gonna end up on the internet. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, y'all don't forget to hit us up on social media Facebook at Talk It Out Podcast, Instagram at Talk It Out Podcast, Twitter at Talk It Out underscore pod. Thank you everyone for sharing, liking, subscribing. Make sure you go on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Uh, let us know what you think about the podcast. If you have any feedback, hit up our email, Talk It Out Podcast at yahoo.com. This has been your girl, Gabby. Enjoy. And Katie. And this uh, has been Talk <laughs> It Out Podcast. And we're out of here. <laughs>